0: podcast. Your daily mood booster.
1: Ottawa's Move 100. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Good morning everyone. (laughs) Otherwise known as the day that all real Irish people are rolling their eyes going don't say top of the morning to ya. (laughs) So true. true. But we are all Irish today and oh my goodness we are ready for it because this will be The first St. Patrick's Day we have been able to celebrate since 2019.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds crazy to just say out loud.
1: 2019 seems so long ago.
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, the restrictions have been lifted. You don't need to be vaccinated to get in. Like... Even just the weather being nice, you can expect that it's going to be like a day. (laughs) The Irish gods are shining down. That is for sure. That is
1: like the complete trifecta of anything that you would want on this day.
0: And honestly, I wonder, you know, did anybody take the day off? Did anybody, you know, like booked booked book, you know, just book off a few extra hours today, right. leave early, little mm-hmm. liquid lunch that never returns. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think that people do this, depending on how hardcore you are. And my boyfriend had mentioned that one of the other supervisors at his work, he noticed a few days ago, he was like, you know, he works the early shift. He's already done at four o'clock, but that wasn't early enough for him. He actually took off like a few extra hours early, like he could see it on the schedule. And he's thinking man, this guy must really love (laughs) St. Paddy's Day. Get a (laughs) pregame. Right? And, you know, maybe a couple of days ago, just decided, yeah, it's going to be nice. Like, I'm going to take off a few extra hours. Turns out um, he actually has a dentist appointment. Oh, (laughs) sure he does. And it's like a big one. Like he's getting a tooth pulled. Oh, dental surgery. Yeah, it's like dead. So this was the only day that they could do it. Oh, boo. It's not so he can go out and have fun on St. Patrick's Day. So if you have coworkers who aren't showing up to work today, it might not be because they're just going out to drink. That's what we assume, though. (laughs) And we'll be like, good on you. You know, like we haven't done this in three
1: years. But like you were saying in the news, it was like the police have been ready for this too they've been yeah. door knocking in Sandy Hill Like politely asking students to keep it together today.
0: This is really though like a huge thing in college and university. It is it's almost their Super Bowl. Yeah, It's like just as big as like Homecoming Mm -hmm. is. It is one of the big last bashes that you can have before you know you're off for the summer break. Mm -hmm. And I think by this time all students are just like ready to let loose.
1: Right? (laughs) I know. They're like we're free Uh, and we can go to bars and we can do all of this stuff. So, So we just have to hope like you know like you've been asking them that they that it's safe and that
0: it's you know in an orderly fashion and not like what happened after the panda game Uh, or just like others I mean there's been some schools Kingston and uh, London area. Yes. Um, who are known for their St. Patrick's yeah. Day bashes.
1: Listen, we have waited three years for today, mm-hmm. and uh, don't wreck it for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's Useless Fact of the Day on Move 100. All right, everybody, gather around. It is time for Stu's Useless Fact of the Day. Without Stu, he is, of course, off this week, probably somewhere. In a vat of green beer today. (laughs) As we celebrate the first St. Patty's Day without lockdowns in three years. So he didn't leave me a St. Patrick's Day fact today. What? Which I thought was a miss.
0: Come on, man.
1: Mm -hmm. He left kind of a lame wah-wah fact. So I'm going to change it up a little bit.
0: Oh, so you just replaced
1: it? (laughs) I'm going rogue. (laughs) Um, And I was looking up some interesting Irish stuff. The first of all being... I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you a what he calls a daily double. Yeah, daily <clears> double. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> beep, 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 okay. So the first fact is when I say what is a symbol of the Irish, what what do you, what comes to mind? Uh, the clover. Yeah, like yeah. the shamrock. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the national symbol of Ireland is actually a harp. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's really? a harp.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, uh It's intended to represent the sovereignty of Ireland in early Irish mythology. So there you go. You always think shamrock, leprechauns, but it's actually a harp. Mm. Uh, the other fact, which I thought was interesting to me, is uh, what is the beer you think of when you think of the Irish? Uh, Guinness. Right. Yeah. Of course, that's what you think. So uh, the Irish are not the biggest consumers of guinness in fact they are third in the world wow okay <laughs> so guinness is always ireland's most famous drink you know the black stuff they know how to pour it's actually goes britain the brits then the nigerians <laughs> and then the irish who are the largest consumers of guinness
0: the Nigerians loving the, loving the Guinness. I wonder what the Irish prefer to drink then. I don't know. Maybe the whiskey. Whiskey's big in Ireland oh, too, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. the Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, some fun facts. Interesting. Yeah, Great. Some fun facts. That's probably way better than anything <laughs> Stu had written down. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: did something about, uh, what do you have? I don't even know. Something about uh, train again or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> All right. Uh, send your scores to 10-0-30 on a scale of 1 to 10. What you thought of those uh, fun Irish facts today? Country Bumpkins giving it a double 10. And the original color was not green but blue. Oh.
0: What? I... Of no, what? I was gonna say blue. Blue's not in their flag. It's green, orange, and white.
1: Yeah, it's actually based on the French flag. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. the colors.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Crazy Carm saying uh, she gives you the job from or, uh, saying I guess you should just do the job from now on, Angie. It should be Angie's useless facts. Um, 10 out of 10 on each of those useless facts this morning. There you go. Maybe
1: something that'll go in the back of your uh, head today. Oh, this is funny. I Actually, I didn't even put this together. Uh, Hall of Famers, Ghost Rider, Pierre uh, the Dehydrated Frenchman, his dad, uh, Guinness has a harp as their logo. You are right?
0: so right. They do. Didn't
1: even think of that. Wow. Uh, they giving it a daily double 10 as well.
0: Uh, On the useless fact number one, you get a 10. As for number two, it is probably an eight. All factors, such as population, taken in. Oh, true enough. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 10 uh, on useless
1: fact. As for number... Oh, that's the one you just read. Um, Connie, the wound care nurse. I like those two facts. Giving a nine on that this morning. Thank you.
0: And um, somebody calling out Stuart. Shame on you. Good Mm -hmm. thing Angie replaced it. Was that his mother? (laughs) No, it was Hall of Famer Gusto.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, Cheers, everybody. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, it was such a huge story when Golden Boy from CNN, Chris Cuomo, was let go and suspended indefinitely from the network after it was indicated that he was more deeply involved in helping his brother, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, with building a legal defense against all of these allegations of sexual harassment. So he uh, had to give up his show, which is like the primetime darling of the network. Mm -hmm. So now he's coming back claiming that he was wrongfully terminated. And uh, on these claims that he defied his journalistic ethics, and he is asking for CNN for 125 million dollars in damages. Pardon me, 125 million. I feel like he's going to get it, maybe, too. Where did you come up with that number? I don't know. Your lawyers come up with that number. (laughs) One million dollars. Wow. Yeah, so uh, that's going to be a big battle to come, for sure. And this is the most wholesome, cute St. Patrick's Day content. So this week, the Brazen Head Pub in Dublin... Tweeted out, we finally did it. The oldest pub in Dublin has finally made it onto Twitter. Go on and give us a follow. <laughs> so they opened up this Twitter account. They were established in 1198. <gasps> Think about that for a second. What? it is the oldest pub in Dublin and uh, so it was so cute because so many people followed them but then what happened was all these people started posting their photos that they had taken in front of the pub and memories like oh I had my 40th birthday pint there my dad and I celebrated his 70th there sadly dad never made it back with me for his 75th and then all these people were crying and sharing like it turned out to be the cutest thing Wow! and now all of these people are following them but like just trying to figure out what they're going to do next but two days. Before St. Patrick's Day, they finally made it onto Twitter.
0: One more reason for me to get to Ireland. Right? That sounds so cool. I
1: know, so cute. The Brazen Head Pub. They would appreciate a follow, <laughs> and that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, we're talking about all things lucky today. And our question for you is Were you a lucky kid? And what we mean by that is Did you have the type of parents that your friends were jealous of? Mm. Because their parents were super strict and wouldn't Mm -hmm. let them do anything. (laughs) 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 I mean, there's very different parenting styles out there. So we're asking you. You know, how were your friends maybe jealous of your parents' rules? What was parenting like at your house?
0: Honestly, I don't think that I had the easiest going parents. We had a lot of rules. We had a lot of responsibilities growing up, but I did have a lot of friends who were jealous of my parents because they were kind of the cool parents. They they still are. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad had a bush bash for his birthday party. <laughs> that speaks for itself. I mean, my parents were the ones who allowed me to have my friends over at my house a lot. We were like a place that people would come. We had a beautiful backyard. We had a pool. We were on the way to you know the beach town so my friends congregated at my house a lot and I think the reason is is because my mom was like I'd rather you guys party here Mm -hmm. where I can like kind of watch you and keep an eye on you than then who knows where you are right so that was like a one-up for them but I had one friend in particular who you know her parents were arguably very strict And she didn't, she wasn't allowed to start to go out until like our final year in high school. Uh, Whereas I started to go out in like grade 11. But like that wasn't after years of asking and years of being denied. Yeah. (laughs) And when we finally were allowed to go out, girl did not do any favors for herself. (laughs) Like (laughs) if I was like the, you know, the driver of the night, I was getting her home on curfew. And she was like, nah, it'll be fine. We can push it an hour. And I'm like, if you don't, get home and follow your parents rules, they're never going to give you any slack. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The more you give, the more you get. <laughs> yeah, so I did, you know, I put my year in of being very good. If my curfew was 11, I was home by 11. If it, you know, then it got extended till midnight and, yeah. I, you know, like things got a little bit better and then it turns out that like, yeah, I have some pretty cool parents because yeah. they trusted me. <laughs> right, because you you groomed them. <laughs> That's the thing.
1: So I mean, for, for me growing up like it was kind of like a mix like I was never allowed parties like oh. your house like I mean I was allowed to have a, few, a couple friends over but never really more than like two at a time no my mom was very particular about her house and like the vacuum marks in the carpet and the whole thing we had a <laughs> lot of chores and all of that but where my friends were jealous um, and, and maybe this is like something that you know some parents would frown on now but it was kind of out of necessity so when I grew up like we lived like rural Stitzville mm-hmm. and Back then, I know it's hard to imagine, but it was farmers' fields. Like, there was no Stittsville of Stitz Vegas that it is now. <laughs> I mean, there was one IDA, and I worked at it, and that's wow. it. I mean, it was all farmland driving out to Stittsville. So, there was not like buses. Any of that, like mm-hmm. you needed to drive into town or people coming to see you. I was on the yellow school bus my entire run of high school because there was no OC transport that was like, you know, not on a fast track schedule. Right. So I was allowed to at a certain point, and I think I might have been around 16, to have my boyfriend sleep over. Ooh. Not in my room, yeah, not that's in my the hard bed, yeah. any of that, but in the basement. My mom would give them the sleeping bag and the whole thing. Yeah. But because it, like, if they came over and we were watching movies and then it was too late, my parents didn't want to drive them home. Mm-hmm. Their parents didn't want to come get them. So um, I was allowed to do that, to have a boy sleep over. But it was kind of at a necessity but yeah. not... I mean, there was no pinky pinky going on. It was convenience <laughs> and all of that. But my friends thought that was pretty cool. And I thought that was pretty cool yeah for my parents to be that liberal mm-hmm. and allow that, that but happen, yeah. I mean me now I'd be like no put that boy on a bus and get him home <laughs> <laughs> so like, kind of like a hypocrite that way I thought my mom was so cool but I <laughs> won't allow it now but uh so that's the kind of stuff we're talking about like why were your friends jealous of your parents rules like what were your parents allowing you to do that maybe some of your
0: friends weren't allowed You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you're right L parenting is very different and as you said, you parent different than your own parents do. Totally, <laughs>
1: totally do. One hundred percent. So, what is it for you? You can text us at ten zero thirty, or you can give us a call. Tell us seven five zero one one hundred.
0: Well, there's being the cool parent, and then there's being the parent. Who will actually lie for your friend so she doesn't get in trouble. (laughs) Wait until you hear this unbelievable story. But uh, first, we've been talking about, you know, uh, were your friends jealous of your parents' rules Or vice versa. Maybe you were jealous of Mm. your friend's parents' rules because they were way cooler than your parents. Right. And that seems to be the case. Nobody thinks they have cool parents. No, it's (laughs) true. And you're like, well,
1: they got this and I didn't get that.
0: Right. And Amy, here's here's her case. She says, well, I was so jealous of my best friend's parents. She would always come to school in like a full face of makeup. She had lipstick, eyeshadow, <laughs> body glitter spray. There is no way my parents would ever let me leave the house looking like that. No. She's like, nah.
1: My mom wouldn't buy it for us. We had to go to uh, Bayshore Shopping Center and go and try on the free makeup samples at the faces <laughs> counter to get makeup and then walk around the and mall like face done. <laughs>
0: um, Megan says uh, she texted us in at 10 30. She said that her parents were pretty cool and all of her friends were jealous of the things that she had in her bedroom. In particular, the fact that she had her own phone and oh. her own TV.
1: Oh, that is like the magical unicorn of things that kids were allowed that we weren't allowed. To.
0: Like, that was even a big deal. My, my sister had a phone in her room, and I remember being so jealous about that. Yeah. But I couldn't have one because there wasn't a phone jack in my room. Oh. She was the only one in our house who was physically capable of having one in her room. And, of course, when she moved out, that became the spare bedroom and nobody could move in there. Right. Oh, <laughs>
1: You got (laughs) jack-blocked.
0: Yeah, like, come
1: on. So, I mean, my parents were okay. They were pretty strict in some areas, but I had a friend's parents that were unbelievably liberal and would drive us and pick us up from things like Hull, when we started going to Hull, like at 3 in the morning. Like, ridiculous. Like, they did it, and they would uh, (laughs) let us all sleep over. That was always the hangout. But there was one uh, time in particular, and it still sticks out in my head, because I'm like, your parents did this for her like we were all at a bush bash and it wasn't just a party it was one of those ones where you like stay overnight like you tent over oh okay and so and i don't recommend this (laughs) (laughs) but all of our friends all said that we were sleeping at each other's houses and that whole thing right and so one of our friends who said she was sleeping at my friend's house um was at the bush bash with all of us, and I guess something happened that night, like a family emergency. So they called her parents, called the house, and instead of my friend's parents saying she's well, not here, she's not here, she's not supposed to be sleeping here, they're at a party. Instead of doing that. They couldn't call us on. The, they they were like, "Oh, she's just sleeping. We'll get her to call you right back." And they couldn't call us. This was before cell phones. Yeah. They but they knew where we were. At least at least we were responsible enough to have one parent know <laughs> where we were. So they got in the car and they drove to the bush bash. Come on. Came into the woods, found our friend and us, and brought her home so her parents could pick her up before her parents knew that no. she wasn't sleeping at their house. What? Like, what, like, who does that? How how liberal is that, wow, right? saved her a world... Like, she could have gotten grounded for who knows how long. I know. Oh and again, gosh. maybe you don't recommend that. Maybe that was offside <laughs> for the parents to do and lying to the other parents, but... Like it still sticks out in our head as being like, "Wow, like that parent was really there for us," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they, I still have a warm, fuzzy spot for her parents, like for all the things they did for us. So, anyway, maybe uh, not what you would recommend as a parent, but <laughs> different strokes for different folks, <laughs> <bugs>, I guess. <laughs> the latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move One Hundred. Well, anyone who's seen any of the stuff Kanye West has been doing on Instagram knows uh, he's been on a roll lately with these unhinged posts about his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, about her boyfriend, Pete Davidson, you know, the violence in the videos, uh, you know, him incorporating Pete into those videos, her parenting decisions, she's breaking up the family, all of these things that he says and then deletes them shortly after. Well, someone at Instagram finally noticed and they've slapped him with a 24-hour ban. Wow. And this is against speech harassment and bullying so I mean to put this in perspective last night uh, or late night host uh, Trevor Noah made such good points about this on his show and he said this is a story more people should be paying attention to. He said I see a woman who wants to live her life she's moved on I mean it would have been hard to be Kanye's wife let's be honest. Yeah. She has moved on and she wants to move on without being harassed by an ex-boyfriend an ex-husband an ex-anything. He said you may not feel sorry for Kim Kardashian because she's rich and famous and you know people love to hate the Kardashians. He said but what?" What she's going through is terrifying to watch as a woman. You know, it shines a light on the spotlight uh, that what so many women go through when they choose to leave. Right? the harassment that continues. And that's why
0: you hear those stories about why women don't right. end up leaving.
1: And he said, you know, if Kim Kardashian with all of her money and all of her security and all of her you know, resources mm-hmm. can't escape this, he said, then what chance do the rest of us have? Mm-hmm. The rest of the women have, right? Great point. It is, uh, you know, it, it is a story to watch for sure. So Rihanna, we've been watching her with her pregnancy and she's got such a cool style and a vibe going on. And she uh, also has the most elaborate birthing plan and for anyone who has had a baby or planning to have a baby, check out her birthing plan. Listen to this. She wants it to be the best party ever. Apparently, <laughs> what <laughs> she is set to give birth in her own Barbados mansion, where they are building a state-of-the-art birthing pool. She and her friends will be treated to spa treatments in the lead-up to the delivery. She'll have people she cares about most with her there. So her mother, her best friend from childhood, who happens to be a doctor, who is going to deliver the baby. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, but when she gives birth, silly woman thinking that this is going to happen, she says uh, she wants to throw a big beach bash, parties at her house and at a nearby resort. Spoken like a true woman who does not have a newborn yet. <laughs>
0: I've never even had a child, and I know that this is unrealistic. (laughs) Girl, you are going
1: to be tired. Just (laughs) let me tell you that. The party's going on in your house. I didn't even want friends coming over for the first few days because I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. Like, you just want to get to know your baby. and you know get over some of the pain
0: of course and i mean like who knows what's actually going to happen you can have a plan and then you might need a c-section right
1: yeah (laughs) all those plans go out the window eventually uh Uh, interesting that's how they do (laughs) and that's what's trending it's time are you ready word wars on move 100 all right, it's time for Word Wars Kids Edition for March Break This Week and St. Patrick's Day Edition. Who's on the line today?
0: Fiona and Michael are playing this morning. Fiona got through first. We'll let her pick her categories. Good morning. Hi, Fiona. Good morning. Hi. Hi. How are you
1: today? Good. Good, good. And how old are you, Fiona? Um, I'm 11. 11 years old. Okay, March Break going good so far? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right, you get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are, and you pick what you like, all right?
0: Okay. All right, well, since we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day today, our first category is St. Patrick's Day or Halloween. Which one do you want to play?
1: Hmm. Um, Halloween. Let's go with Halloween. Okay, here we go. You get dressed up in your? costumes. Yeah, and you're hoping to get lots of? Candy. And you say this when you go to the door. Trick or treat. Yeah, and it comes in the month of? October. And you carve this? Pumpkin. And what's the color of the pumpkin? Orange. And a black what? When it crosses your path, not a dog, but a? Bat. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was easy for Fiona. Well done. Okay. Hey. Solid. Right.
0: Well, hang on the line, okay, Fiona?
1: Oh. Okay. And now we go over to Michael. Good morning, Michael. Hello. Hello. How are you, Michael? Good. Good. And how old are you, Michael? Five. Five years old. Wow. Okay. Well, you have uh, the St. Patrick's Day category for your uh, game today, all right? Good? Good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Here we go, Michael. What color do we wear today? Green. Yes, and what the pot of what at the end of the rainbow? Gold. Yes. Oh, what did I just say? What's the big, the pot of gold is under the? Rainbow. Yes. And what cereal is it uh, that we eat with the little marshmallows in it? Lucky charms. Yes, very good. <laughs> Okay, and you hope to get a four-leaf... and you hope to have good oh Oh, we were getting there we were almost there oh you did
0: really really awesome Michael you got five right
1: it was really good yeah (laughs) thanks for playing though Michael you can try again to play tomorrow okay Thank you. Happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) A Good little five-year-old. Wow. All
0: right, Fiona, look at you with your perfect score, stealing the win today. Congratulations, Fiona. You're off to the movies. We've got a a pair of passes and treats for two to Landmark Cinema, so you can enjoy that and all the movies. And movie times are at landmarkcinema.com. Thank you so much. Okay, have a great day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St Day! Thank you.
1: Belt it for Bieber!
0: Let's do it! When you win your win. We move.
1: All right, it is time to belt it for Bieber. One of our final chances to win tickets to this big show that's coming up March 27th. Who's
0: gonna be belting it today? I think it is our youngest contestant yet. Ooh, we ooh. have Baz on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Good
1: morning. How old are you, Baz? Eleven. 11. Big Beaver fan, are you? Yes.
0: Okay. You know what you have to do, right? Yes. <laughs>
1: You're
0: going to have to belt it for us. Have you been to a concert before? Uh,
1: I went to Blues Fest once. Oh, oh wow. Kids okay. got me beat even. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have a song prepared for us?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let her go in three, two, one. I get my peaches out in Georgia, oh yeah, beep. I get my wheat from California, that's that beep. I took my chick up to the north, yeah, bad beep. I get my letter from the source, yeah. Amazing! With all the beeps included for Beaver. Yes. <laughs> you are going to see Justin Bieber, bass. Are you kidding me? No! <laughs> you just won the tickets!
1: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much for entertaining us. You have an awesome time at the show. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. So after Jesse Smollett has been released from prison. Pardon what? After six nights behind bars, uh his lawyers are gonna be appealing his conviction of his racist and homophobic attack, lying to police. And during that time of the appeal, he is gonna be a free man. So <laughs> special he, treatment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So apparently he was not eating or uh just only drinking water while in prison. He was kind of like in a protest. Uh, But while they uh, appeal the verdict, he will be free and then he will be back in the courts and it'll all start over again. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. So Ryan Reynolds, such a funny guy. We love everything he does. His projects are hilarious. So he is celebrating the arrival of his brand, Aviation Gin. Uh, now being carried on British Airways flights. Okay, about mm-hmm. time. I mean, it is called aviation. Right, you know. Uh, and uh, so he has done his own hilarious parody of World. We're all familiar of these uh, in-flight safety videos yeah. we are forced mm-hmm. to watch on the plane. So his, he calls his rejected airline safety video. Listen. Please ensure that your seatbelt is fastened whenever drinking it. Spilling even one drop of the world's highest rated gin will result in you being duct taped to your seat for the remainder of the flight. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes on, in event of a loss of cabin pressure, aviation gin will automatically fall from the panel above your head in tiny little bottles dangling from cords. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds (laughs) safe. Oh, I love them. And that's what's trending brought to you by the Donnelly's Automotive Group. I got the feels.
0: And it feels good.
1: It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100 when runner David Papineau goes out on his long runs, he takes tongs, gloves, and a bag with him. And that is because for the last year or so, he has been getting out the door to do his exercise, puts on his shoes, grabs his gloves, tongs, and bags, and he has been collecting discarded masks wipes and gloves from the roadways, pandemic tools left behind as litter as he does his runs across the city. Wow. And he does marathon runs. So we're talking four-hour runs. (laughs) So he decided to start doing this, you know, during the pandemic, like everyone else, he was bored, uh, needed something to motivate him to get out the door. He said he just started, you know, collecting a couple in the beginning and that became sort of like a challenge for him. And, you know, the second part of that is he was in general disgust with the amount of litter on on the ground masks in particular. Mm-hmm. I went into I, yeah, my I son's see. swimming lesson yesterday and just walking from the parking lot to the front of the building. We saw four. I oh mean, it's unbelievable out there right now with the spring thaw happening. Right. So once David started, he was amazed by how many uh, bits of pandemic debris debris he came across. He started counting it. He uh, has picked up more than 32,000 masks <gasps> so far. Oh, one my. man. In a year. Gosh. Yeah. So now he's encouraging this outward to get others as we do the spring cleanup, right? To take up litter collection in your neighborhood. Think about that. Obviously protecting yourself. He's got gloves. He's got tongs picking this stuff mm-hmm. up. But uh, he says, and that can be tricky. I mean, carrying tongs and gloves in a bag when he runs is not <laughs> super easy, but he has learned to manage it all. And he enjoys calling himself a plogger, So a plogger is a term that apparently originated in Sweden for people who run and pick up garbage.
0: Okay, never heard that before.
1: (laughs) So all you marathoners, and we know there's a lot of you in Ottawa, race weekend, the whole thing, get out there and start plogging. (laughs) That's what you're (laughs) going to be called. But this is great. And if more people did this in our communities, we're going to be a much more beautiful place. And that's all the feels on Move 100.